All right. Welcome, everyone. Hey, there they are. Oh, there he is. <laughs> good to see you, brother. Al. Good to see hey, you. Good to be on. Good to be here. Well, Kenny, you're over there now. <laughs> I'm over there. Over there instead of over here. Around. Yeah, excellent. It was That's beautiful, good. Kenny. Lovely yeah. time, man. Such an elastic uh, imprint uh, on Pembroke this last yeah. trip on a lot of people. And uh, the feedback is good. Uh, I mean, amazing uh, the transition that took place between a situation we were involved in that's turning out to be very good as well. Amen. Uh, can't go into details, but just to let you know that uh, when things are done right and it's in alignment with the Father's will, it always turns out to be a blessing. Yeah. Right yeah. Excellent. Hallelujah. Well, yeah. um, let's uh, just take a moment and pray. Um, we're going to delve into the word and uh, then we're going to open things up. You know, we're we're on one of the, my most favorite uh, portions of scripture. I say it every week as we're going through this because it's very important. John 14, 15 and 16. My encouragement for all of us is that we take time to meditate on the word, to press in on the word. And, you know, we can talk about this as we open things up later as well. Um, you know, are, have you noticed that this generation that we're living in right now doesn't want to meditate? We want to read, we want to gain knowledge, but that meditation, that sitting down, that being still before Yehovah without technology, without interruptions, but to have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying. You know, these are things that cannot be overwritten, uh, you know, with artificial intelligence and Father Google and all the other ways that people will use to search. What does this scripture mean? What's what's the Father saying? There's many shortcuts that people take. And, uh, you know, we want to get in line with how the Spirit operates. And this is the key of this portion of scripture, understanding what Yeshua is saying. It's very important he goes so that he can send the Spirit, so it can take us to another level. So, Al, you want to open in prayer, and then we're just going to we're going to delve in here, yeah? Yes. Oh, Heavenly Father, we humble ourselves before you this day and um, just give you glory and honor and praise. We worship you, Father. We just want to give you thanks for uh, calling us, choosing us out of the world, yeah. setting us apart unto yourself that your will can be accomplished in us. We know it's not by might, it's not by power, it's not by the will of man or the, in, the intellect of man or the ability of man, but it's by your spirit. And we, we lay heavily upon that. Yeah. We lean heavily upon that. As you would speak to us in our quiet moments in meditation, as we reflect upon your word, and as you open things up to us and you impart yourself to us. We want to thank you for that today. Thank you for all those that are on today. May you anoint our ears to hear May it be a time of uh, reception and giving as well. And we pray, Father, uh, bless Brother Kenny. Thank you for leading him in these days, uh, taking him forward step by step. We thank you, Father, for working through the body throughout uh, the world at this time, remembering Israel, thanking you for Israel, Lord, what you're doing there in this hour. As you bring Yahshua to a, a lost, dying world, Father, we thank you for it. We bless you and we worship you. In Yahshua's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, brother. Hallelujah. Yeah. For what the Father is doing, that's what we want to really focus on. What is the Father doing in the world today? 
I just want to uh, give a shout out to those who are on the Facebook page. Uh, we've got Ina with us this morning uh, or this evening with her. And we've got Leanne with us as well on the Facebook page. We might have a few. Oh, um, yeah, we might have a few uh, different people on today, you know, with uh, a lot of people having family time, even uh, though most of us don't do the Christmas thing. But, you know. It's it's also important that you know I was, I was looking at a feed. So let's get straight to the point. Come on, straight to the point. I was looking <laughs> right. at a feed, <laughs> and on this feed it said basically if you do Christmas and you do Sunday, effectively you're not part of the old covenant. You're not part of the new covenant. You're going to hell, right? I'm like, come on, you know this this is this is what so many people have outlined, and we know that's not the truth, and. Uh, we understand, or or it was saying in the in the in the quote, "Don't think grace is for you if you don't do those things. You're not under the covenant." But I know people who are doing Christmas, people who are, um, you know, doing Sunday. They don't understand the revelation of the Shabbat, and uh, they're growing in the spirit. And you know, when we talk about what the spirit does, I praise the Father for how He opens things up to us. He knows where we're at. He takes us on this journey. You know, Yeshua didn't come to the world and say, that's it, bang, with this heavy fist upon the earth that causes an earthquake across every nation to say, you're in so much disobedience. Like, why did he wait so long? You know, I always remember looking back right at the beginning, after the fall of Adam and Eve, uh, you know, from a, a Christian perspective, it's like, wow, isn't it a, ro a long time, 4,000 years for the answer to come for the fall of man? And of course, as we have a Hebraic mindset, you know, we, we go from uh, the early chapters of Genesis and, you know, once we hit 12, 15 to 17, we see that the Father's plan through Abraham is already starting to roll out for the restoration of mankind. So you might be uh, operating without patience, right? But just understand that, you know, we have the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit. He is patient over my life. He's patient over your life. So we need to be patient over the lives of others when they haven't got the revelation, uh, of these things. So what brought you to the roots of the faith? What brought, brought you to come back to the Sabbath? What brought you to have your eyes open to this, this revelation? And you might have heard someone speak on it, but you had to have that witness by the Spirit. And it's like one of the pastors I shared with um, uh, part of the board of the Southern Baptist Union. Um, I was in his office sharing with him, and we're a few minutes in, 10 minutes, whatever. And he said, stop right there. If you've come and you think I'm going to change my doctrine, <laughs> you can stop right now. It's not going to happen. You can go home and we, we can save the time for the meeting. I said, I haven't come for that purpose. I've come to share testimony. I've come to share what the Spirit has revealed to me. And, it, it, you know, it, if you change your doctrine, that's between you and the Holy Spirit. You've got to allow that to work out. Amen. You've got to allow that to work out. And if you make any changes, it's because of the work of the Spirit in you. That's that's why you make the change, not because of man's persuasion. And, and maybe that's the reason why the just say the prayer after me gospel doesn't really work. It's the persuasion of man rather than the working of the Spirit. So in everything that we seek to do, 
we seek to yield to the Spirit. And this brings us back to the importance of meditating upon the Word. I don't want to approach the Scriptures, right, in my way. I don't want to approach the Scriptures in the way of the flesh. I don't want to have all of the tools all around me at my fingertips for, you know, just uh, grabbing information, knowledge, and understanding. There comes a time when you've got to sit down and labor over the word. Amen. We've got to labor over the word. We've got to receive from the spirit. So anyway, uh, you know, don't let your hearts be troubled. We see this shifting that's taking place. Yeshua is saying, I I'm trying to prepare you. I'm trying to get you ready. It's going to be hard. Things are going to be tough. You know, come to Yeshua. All your troubles are all going to wash away. <laughs> Here's your special cloud, the glory cloud. Just sit on that and just bounce along until you get into your, your heavenly body in eternity. Is that what you're reading in the Bible? Is that what, That's not what we read in the scripture, is it? There's the work that has to be worked out. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Interesting choice of words, isn't it? Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. The Father wants us to take serious how we spend time in his presence. He wants us to take this serious. It says, you will be known by the love you have for one another. And this is probably one of the greatest things that's missing in the body of Messiah. We know how to kill each other. We know how to injure each other. We know how to stop the, the Ruach HaKodesh moving in the lives of others. But you, you can't have a love for one another if you haven't first established your love for, for Messiah. You've got to love the Lord thy God and serve him only. You've got to get the, that foundation proper. You've got to reconnect. And, you know, I can't wait to get the book finished. Um, uh, the search is over. I'm a witness. What's the whole foundation of what I'm writing in this is the importance of reconnecting with your salvation. If you lose connection from what the Messiah has done for you, it's it's very easy for you to be disconnected from the fruit that comes forth from the Spirit. So we're in chapter 16, and, uh, you know, uh, last time we went up to verse 11, you know, but in six, uh, in, no, chapter 16, verse 12, it says, I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. But when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears and he will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify me because it is from me that he that he will receive what he will make known to you. Sounds like a quite tongue twister until you break it down, yeah? All that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said the Spirit will receive from me what he will make known to you. He will receive from me. So what's the purpose of the Ruach HaKodesh, the Spirit? Is to remind us, to bring us to the place of truth. It's the spirit of truth. The knowing of the truth will set you free. You know, many people say, the spirit told me this, the spirit told me that. Um, and you just don't get a witness with it. Was it really the spirit that was telling you? Were you really getting the right word from the spirit in that situation? And sometimes when we believe that we have a word, look, 
you know in part, you operate in part. Sometimes you've got to labor over what is the will of Yahovah right now? What do I need to do? With every step that we take, with when I leave uh, Canada, you know, uh, Al and Connie, you know, they heard me share, you know, I'm just sensing in the spirit that I'm meant to go on this time a little earlier um, and I, I'm just pressing in. But just because I had that word, I didn't say, that's it, Al, Connie. Um, I've got this word. That's it. I'm going. What did I do? I'm testing the word. I'm testing it. I'm waiting. I'm saying I, I need that inner witness, that confirmation. What are you saying? And it didn't come until uh, yesterday afternoon. And then I, I really felt a prompting. Yeah, this is confirmed. This is what you've got to do. And uh, just coming through the snowstorm last night, I wasn't uh, driving the truck. Um, uh, I was uh, I was sailing. <laughs> I was on top of the snow and ice through all the mountains because I put in my GPS, uh, no toll roads, so it took me all over the mountainous roads and stuff. And there was some parts of that that journey where, um, you know, the trailer's starting to move, starting to sort of go this way. And you've just got to learn. You've got to just let it flow. You've got to use the accelerator in the right way. Don't slam on the brakes. Slam on the brakes. It's game over, right? You've got to know how to maneuver your way through those situations. So I felt it was important. And in some of those areas that I came through, uh, from Canada down to here, they had a lot more snowfall and things. So it was a blessing to get down here so that I could be in the right place for the Zoom call as well. I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. So the shock of the change, there's a shock in change. And, you know, Yeshua, he knows what you're called for. He knows the steps that you're called to take. And sometimes there's a shock with the shifting and the change, but he wants us to understand ahead of time how do we operate in the authority of the spirit? It's it's when we get into that mode that um, we see with uh, Yeshua. What did he say? I don't do anything that I haven't seen the Father show me. He he's told me. He's shown me. So in the morning he receives that word. He receives that understanding, and he follows it out. And that's what gives the authority. When you know what is to come, you've got authority. You know how to live your life. Each and every one of us are born for such a time as this. And as we are born again of the Spirit, our desire is to unlock the fullness of our calling to walk in His ways. But when He, the Spirit of truth, comes, He'll guide you into all truth. So there's an important factor in that on how we are guided, how we operate with that witness. And if you struggle with... Um, the guidance of the spirit, if you struggle with different bumps along the road on the understanding, what is the spirit saying? Then I encourage you to develop more of a fasting lifestyle so we can discern what is of the spirit, what's of our conscience and what's of the flesh. Sometimes things don't get tested enough in places that they should. And you just think every time you think this is what the Ruach, the spirit is saying, You've got to go with this. And, you know, we have walked by walked by faith. You know, we travel all over the world by faith uh, as a family. Every aspect of our life is, you know, we seek for it to be supernatural. We are not our own. We're bought with a price. So we have literally tens of thousands of testimonies um, of incredible encounters 
of being led by the Spirit. And this is what he is saying in this portion of Scripture. Yeshua wants us to understand. He'll speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. Uh, he will glorify me because it is from me that uh, he will receive what he will make known to you. So what we see is we see that the Spirit is speaking. And I want to share a testimony with you because you will start to see the fruit of the manifestations of the Spirit in the steps that you take. Now, I was trying to think what testimony to share on this for the for, for understanding this. And the one that just jumped into my um, into my mind when I was thinking about it was the time when um, the father called Haley and I to leave Spain and come back to the UK. You know, anyone who lives in the south of Spain in the nice hot sunshine and gets a word to go back to the UK, it must be the Ruach HaKodesh because no one in their right mind in the flesh is going to want to go from hot sunny Spain to <coughs> freezing cold rainy Britain, you know? I love Britain. I love it. It was great being back in Scotland for three months uh, this year and spending time with family and with my mom and uh, you know, just to walk in that fresh air. Ah, the green, the oxygen. Oh man, my Scottish accent's getting so much stronger again. Right. Anyway, so we we are leaving Spain, and as we're leaving Spain, the Holy Spirit says you're going to need five days' food. Um, and then He said, "This: Are you willing to leave without the full provision?" I want you to leave, but you don't have the money to get to your destination. You won't have enough money for the fuel. You won't have enough money to get uh, to the UK. Are you willing to leave? And I said, yeah, amen, because I know the uh, I, I know the supernatural. I know how the spirit works. I know that he will challenge us in how we operate. And if you're in a place where you feel like what you think the spirit is saying to you is being challenged, and, and you're having encounters of that challenge, that's not a negative thing. That's positive. Hallelujah. Things will be challenged in the Spirit because what's happening is the Spirit is aligning us. He's aligning us to understand. He will guide you into all the truth. Man, that's authority. That's powerful. He'll guide you into all the truth. So the Father, or the Holy Spirit says, you're going to leave your... You need five days food, but he didn't say go buy five days food because we didn't have any money to buy five days food. He just says you'll need five days food and um, you've got to leave without all the money to get to your destination. It'll take you five days to get to the UK from the south of Spain driving, right? So guess what happens? Someone comes up to us and says, God told me to buy you five days food. Wow, no surprise. It wasn't like five days food. Well, maybe we could do it in three days. No, five days is what the Spirit said. Someone buys us five days food, right? Provision comes in so we can leave. We know it's not enough to get to our destination. And the Holy Spirit gives us the witness, go. So what are we on? We're on the adventures of the Spirit. Amen. And, you know, this is what walking in the book is all about. Adventures of faith. Yeah. We're in adventures of faith. Um, you know, uh, Every time that we step out of that which is in the flesh to that which is of the spirit, we will see the miraculous manifest. And when we try and do everything in the spirit, that, that's what hinders the miraculous from taking place. Look, if you're the source of everything and not the spirit, you have no testimony of the miraculous power of the spirit. But when we yield to him, we see the testimonies of the miraculous move of the spirit. So we left 
and we're driving, got the, all, all our kit for mission outreach loaded up in our Ford Transit minibus, uh, drum kits and all, not, not much different to what we drag around with us everywhere we go today, you know, lots of outreach equipment, <laughs> everything that you need to get the job done, you know, and that was what, 30, 31, 30, yeah, 31 years ago. And, um, you know, we get to that place where you run out of fuel and you have no money and you're, and you're like, okay, so this is where we pray in the spirit. You keep driving and it's a Ford. Now, if put your hand up, all those that know Fords, when it says zero fuel, it's not joking, is it? It's not joking. The Ford gauges, they usually will run out before you really hit that empty. You know, other cars, when it gets to empty, you can do 60, 100, you know, whatever. When it's a Ford, it's not joking. It didn't put any reserve on the side. Maybe they do now, but back in the day, when that said zero, it was zero. And I'd experienced with that truck when I bought it, uh, you know, one time it went down to nothing and I thought, oh man, oh look, I, I haven't got fuel. You know, it was only a few seconds later, I'm on the side of the road because I've got no gas in the truck, you know. So anyway, with this truck, we drove miles after miles up hills and stuff, praying in the Holy Spirit with no fuel in the tank. And it just kept going, kept going, fully loaded, you know. And we saw incredible miracles. But the point I want to get to was when we got to the ferry boat. There was many miracles on this journey, many miracles. Man, I could write a book just on what happened on that trip, or at least a good chapter in the book. But when we got to the ferry terminal and we had run out of fuel for the second time and had driven miles with no fuel, we, we were kangarooing into the, the port, right? This is before cell phones and everything. Some of you have heard me share this story before. And we get into the port and I hear my name coming over the tannoy. Kenny Russell, Kenny Russell, please report to uh, the ticket office. Kenny Russell, please report to the ticket office. Here's this guy with his luminous jacket running with his radio. He's screaming, Kenny Russell, where's Kenny Russell? And we've just driven in like seconds. Talk about the timing of the spirit, seconds. I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm Kenny Russell. He said, get your passports, come quick, right? I take Haley's passport, my passport, I run in. I have no idea what's going on. I'm like, I don't have a ticket for the boats. I don't have any money to buy a ticket for the boat. I haven't got any fuel, right? I go in and there's a guy on the phone from the UK. The Holy Spirit said, call up the ferry terminal right now. Kenny and Haley are just arriving and buy their ticket for the ferry, for the truck, and for them to get to the UK from France. It was supernatural. So, you know, I give them all the information. It all gets done. It's all taken care of. And then somehow this truck manages to kangaroo onto the ferry boat to stop in the lane point that was apportioned to it. Then when I got to the other side in the UK, you know, I drove X number of miles before I even found a gas station to put fuel in the truck. So... The, the works of the Spirit don't despise the testimonies of what the Spirit has done in your life. He wants to give us more supernatural encounters. He wants to reveal to us the words of Messiah. You know, there's so much that he wants to say, more that you, you can bear. That's, you know, coming back to that point is interesting. When we think more than you can bear, it's because your thoughts... Uh, you know, you're listening to part of what Yeshua is saying, 
And it's so overwhelming that you can't listen to the fullness of what the Spirit wants to say, you know, uh, from Yeshua directly to us. So it's more than we can bear. So if you ever feel overwhelmed with what's going on in life, what do we do in that situation? We've got to learn to say, okay, I'm overwhelmed. This is too much for me to carry. So I've got to step back and I need to listen. So what you don't need at that point when you're overwhelmed, you don't need the big picture to be uh, shouted down from heaven upon you. You need the step. You need the next. That It might just be that one step, that one movement. It might be that one word. What? What? Just take me on this journey. Move me forward. Move me to the next place. And, you know, what's, what's Yeshua leading up to? In chapter 16, as he's laying this foundation, he's talking about, you know, uh, how uh, the world will be convicted of their sin. It's about judgment, about righteousness, these things that we talked about last week. And then he's moving into this message again, all through 14, 15 and 16. He says, listen, I'm going away. I'm going away for a purpose. It's for the marriage supper of the lamb. So in the midst of this, what we see it's the preparation for the marriage. It's the preparation for the restoration of all things. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for the gospel of the kingdom. It's far bigger than just lifting your hands and saying a prayer to Yeshua. Now you've got your eternal salvation and you can go on. No, I want us all to recognize today we are all, each and every one of us are born for such a time as this. You were born for such a time as this. You were created in this generation. Oh, there's so much weight on the youth culture today. No, they are created for this generation. We've got to start praying for the youth, praying for the young people as the devil's seeking to rob them. He's seeking to put so much pressure upon them that they think that they have got to do it themselves, that they have got to uh, work everything out in life by themselves. But the reality is we've got to yield to the Spirit. That's the victory. The victory is yielding, listening to the instructions and following in His steps. And the, the scripture we talked about last week was um, um, that no temptation has seized you except what is common to man. He's faithful and just, and He will enable you to stand up under it. He doesn't say, I'm delivering you. Oh, brother, Yes, you're born again. That's okay. Why should you go through tough things? Why should you have difficulties in your life? You're born again. Let the Holy Spirit deliver you from that. You know, uh, you see some of the people in the faith movement, they talk about, uh, you know, if you're sick, it's God's will for you all to be healed right now. If you're not healed, it's not a problem with God. It's a problem with you, you know. And then what do they do when they have problems? They go have secret operations because <laughs> they don't want their partners to know all the things that they're going through and what they're facing, you know, so they have to go have secret operations and things to, to deal with their problems. Because what is it a lack of faith because you're you're experiencing uh, sick sickness or health issues? We've got to work these things through. What's the word of the of the spirit in the midst of our health crises? And I want to encourage you. Yeah, look, the faith movement got so many things wrong, but one of the things they did get right, which is very important, and that is the power and the authority of the word. Amen. So let's go to Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12. It says, For the word of Elohim is alive 
and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. Man, that's going all the way. The word, the word of Yehovah, it goes all the way. It doesn't miss anything out. Hallelujah. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Nothing in all creation is hidden from Elohim's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes uh, uh, to him to whom we must give an account. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Yeshua, the son of Elohim, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize um, with our weaknesses, um, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach Elohim's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. So what do we need? We need to receive mercy. We need to find grace in our time of need because there'll be things that happen within our lives where we get it wrong. There'll be decisions we make that are wrong decisions. And if we are not big enough to receive the mercy of Yehovah, uh, you know, it will hinder how the Spirit speaks to us, how the Spirit communicates. So we've got to be real with ourselves. You've got to uh you've you've got to judge the intent of the heart. What's the motivation behind what you do? Is it clean? Is it godly? Is it right? You know, let us approach the throne, uh, Elohim's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and grace. I see many people that have come back to the roots of the faith. They've lost touch with the importance of forgiveness. Father, forgive me. I'm going through some stuff. I haven't operated the way that I should have operated. I'm not saying the right things. What's coming out my mouth isn't right. Uh, I'm not operating in your wisdom. There could be so many areas. We've got to test our hearts. You know, it's not it's not just, you know, about little communion that we see in the Christian church. You have the little wafer and the, the little cup and bow your head. Uh, that's not what communion, to commune, to fellowship together. That's not what it's talking about uh, in that portion of Scripture. That comes out of Catholicism and Baal worship, the literal uh, blood and the flesh of the bull that they would take back in the day. And, and that's why the Catholics say, when you take this wafer or you take this little cup, it, be, it, it is supernaturally turned into the flesh and the blood of Messiah. Well, we know that's not true. That's not what it's about at all. You know, communion is the bread and wine at the center of the table. And it's about acknowledging Messiah at the center of that table. So I want us to, I want us to uh, spend time talking about the importance of yielding to the Spirit, um, and the testimonies that you've witnessed in that process and in that walk, because this is this is the key. And some of you might be facing challenges today where you feel, um, you know, am I in tune with what the Spirit's saying? And, and I want you to know, it doesn't matter how long you've been saved. Never lose that, uh, that consciousness, thinking that you've got it all together, that you've got it all worked out. Because 
we don't. <laughs> we don't. And it's and it's okay when someone checks you. It's okay uh, when someone says, I don't believe that's of the spirit, or you know, that that's all healthy. We need that. We need that because as the body, we've got to function together. So uh, don't be afraid uh, to check what we are receiving and to look at the reasons uh, or, or the work of what the Spirit is doing, if it lines up with the Spirit. As revelation comes to you, what, what have you got to do? You've got to work out how to get it from your head to your heart. Amen? If revelation's just in your head, then, you know, head knowledge, you know, we all know head knowledge. What does that mean? It means you know something without the character. Yeah? So the head knowledge has to become heart knowledge. And then when it's heart knowledge, it reflects within our character. Oh, hallelujah. Man, do you sense the presence of the Spirit as we're talking on this? We need the Ruach HaKodesh. We need the Spirit. This is what we see was missing from uh, Israel after the wedding that took place at Mount Sinai. That denial of stop, I can't take it. I don't want your word. Uh, don't speak to me. Speak to me through Moshe. I can't take it. Stop. It's waxing loud. If they had just received the fullness of everything that the Father wanted to give them, they would have had the authority of the Spirit to live the life. So here's the bottom line. Oh, you're born again. I'm happy for you. Hallelujah. But if you don't live life by the Spirit, you can't overcome. I'll say it again. You're born again. Hallelujah. I'm happy for you. <laughs> but if you don't live life by the Spirit, you're not going to have the authority of the Spirit in your life. So we've got to yield to Him. And that means we've got to humble ourselves. You know, God opposes the proud, but He gives grace to the humble. Yeah? Today, if you hear His voice, don't harden your hearts. Don't harden your hearts. And sometimes we think, we, we've got a word, so that's it. And God, you've just got to, you've got to comply with my word. You've got to comply with what I want to do. And then when we see him have no regard over our word, has that ever happened to anyone? Happens to me all the time. Um, where I'm, you know, and, and sometimes you can think, what, are you schizophrenic or something? And how you're operating. No, you've got to press in. You've got to press in. Sometimes you shouldn't be speaking things out that you're speaking out until you establish them within your heart. Yeah? So you get a word, even when the Holy Spirit gave me the vision of bulldozer faith and what's going to happen, and there's me just going, trying to deal with it in the secret place. I wasn't running out on the streets proclaiming it. It took from, what, 2006 all the way to 2012 um, before I shared it with anyone. It's got to be worked out. It's got to get from the head to the heart. It's got to be It's got to be confirmed. It's got to be established. You know, so you see a vision. You have an understanding. You see something in the spirit. So what we need is the maturity of the spirit of what do you do with that? Uh, I shared about, I, I don't know, it was maybe it was one of the meetings where I talked. Uh, in fact, it was when we're with Bob and Hugh Gap. Um, I talked about uh, when I stood up in a church and I said to the pastor, you're a wolf in sheep's clothing. You're having sexual affairs with many of the women in this church. Well, of course, my feet didn't stay on the ground anymore in that church, did it? I was thrown out. Um, you know, it's, 
was it right or was it wrong? Well, you know, I, I believe that what I did was right. I believe that the Holy Spirit wanted me to say it right there. But there's other things the Holy Spirit's given me where I've had no authority to share them. So just because you see something in someone's life doesn't mean that you have the right to speak into their life. Just because the Holy Spirit gives you a revelation about what's happening with someone, it doesn't mean that you have then got to pursue with everything uh, um, what you saw in that word. Sometimes you've got to hold back. You've got to wait for the timing of the Spirit. So just because you have a word, it doesn't mean it's for right now. And this is difficult for us because in the flesh, we want everything to be now. Just let it be now. And sometimes we have those miracles that happen where things are happening now, but the majority of the time, things manifest in a different way. We receive the word. We meditate on the word. We ponder on the word. It grows within us. It becomes established. It goes from the head to the heart. It's operating out through our character, and then we're able to communicate on a higher level. And um, this is what I believe is important about this portion of Scripture, because Yeshua, in verse 16 of, of chapter 16, what's he doing? He goes on to the portion of Scripture. Yeshua went on to say, In a little while you'll see me no more. Then after a little while you will see me. So then they're they're like, what's he saying? This is this is like uh, cryptic. This is uh, it doesn't make sense. Can you just speak plainly to us? Help us understand this. And as you break down this portion of scripture with the eyes of the spirit, what's happening? What's he saying? And this is something we'll go on the next week and talk about. But what he is saying, listen, you won't see me, and you're going to be in grief. You're going to be in a terrible place because I'm going to die. I'm going to go through death. And then guess what? The resurrection comes and you will see me again. Hallelujah. Whew. That's powerful stuff. So your grief, your mourning will turn to joy. Amen. So Yeshua is preparing them for the events because we just, we just get too comfortable. Ah. Oh, it's so good having Yeshua here. It's so good having Yeshua make all the decisions. It's so good having him tell us what to do and how to do it. And uh, uh, with uh, Connie and uh, Al, we were playing uh, some of the old songs from the 60s and 70s and 80s. Man, we just had a ball. And um, oh, I loved it. When we were going through all of that, Steve Taylor, um, I want to be a clone when he talks about what happens in so much church. You know, are you complying? Are you doing things? Are you singing off the same song sheet? Because we don't want anything that's out of the, the norm, you know? And, you know, this whole song is just a slap in the face to uh, religious cloning, you know, where you just cut everyone off the same cloth. But what we've got to recognize that we are all unique. We're all amazing. We've been created by the Holy Spirit. You've, we've all got gifts, different gifts and different talents. Amen? So you, you don't need to act like me and be like me. And many of you are like, well, hallelujah. I'm so long for that, you know? We've, we're, we want to be the best us that we can possibly be. That's, that means we need the character of the Spirit within our lives. 
So it's not about what you used to be. That's the old man. That's what bulldozer faith is all about. Bulldoze that away. Get out of my face. I'm building on the new. I'm a new creation. Behold, all things are new. Amen. So, Father, I want to thank you for your word. I thank you, Father, that there is times when we don't uh, know how to cope and understand with what you're saying to us as we navigate through life, as we navigate through ministry. But we thank you that we have the Spirit, that the Spirit will guide us into all truth and help us to uh, stay in that vein of understanding the importance of your mercy, the importance of your grace, the importance of, of approaching the throne of the Father in our lives and know that it's not about our ability, but it's your ability in us. So we give you permission. We, we create the room right now for you to operate. We want to see the signs and wonders and miracles. We want to see you speak to us in a way that brings transformation. We fan into flame the prophetic uh, gifting. We fan into flame the gifts of the Spirit, the words of knowledge, as we are sharing with people, speaking with people, that they will come forth. But we recognize, Father, that we know that there's so many parts of us that are flawed that we haven't got it together. And I pray, Father, especially today, as we press in on these portions of Scripture, that you will give us a hunger for meditation on the Word like we've never experienced before. We need to understand how to meditate. Truly seek first your kingdom. And Father, forgive us for all the times where we run to Google, when we run to uh, books, when we, you know, hi Siri. Oh, I better not say that. She might start speaking to me. Um, you know, when we do all of these steps to try and get to the answer faster, slow down. It's all right. <laughs> it's, you know, slow down. So, Father, help us slow down. Help us to uh, just take hold of what you're saying to us, that you will establish your work within us. I thank you, Father, that your desire is that we receive the fullness of what you have for us, that we will not fall away in the midst of destruction and despair, but you will help us to uh, be secure even in the midst of the storm. So we bless your name. I thank you, Father, for every family that is represented here on our call. For those who will listen later, uh, we bless you in the mighty name of Yeshua. Just be strong in Yehovah. We bless you in the name of Yeshua. Every single family, every single one. I believe we're coming in a season where this is the hour for answered prayer. If we will align ourselves, we'll see more answers to the prayers that we pray. Because if we are not a people that know how to receive forgiveness in the presence of God, how can we see the miraculous manifest within our lives? So forgive us, Father, for our shortcomings. Forgive us when we don't add up, when our character isn't where it should be. For the stuff that's in our heads, will you organize it, Father, for us and help what is right to fall into our hearts? And we don't want bad character. That's the wrong things being established within our hearts. So we give you permission right now to remove 
uh, th that bad character, those wrong understandings, those false doctrines, that um, sometimes false voices are inability to discern what you're saying. Remove those things in the mighty name of Yeshua. Give us clarity of the Spirit. And I thank you, Father, for each other, because it says in the Word that a Word should be tested, that those who are spiritual will test the Word. And uh, that's a blessing. Uh, it, it should never be negative when a Word is tested. It should never be, it's not about you or them or them or you. It's not about one person having, you know, more authority than the other. The word should be tested. We want to test the word to know what is right and the ways that we walk. So we thank you, Father, for the body. We thank you for body ministry. I thank you for the blessing of these Zoom calls that we have where we can get to know each other better. We can invest in each other's lives. We can... Uh, edify each other and build them up uh, as you lead us to, to minister into the hearts um, of, of the brothers and sisters on the call. We thank you for that. I thank you, Father, that most times we walk away from the call changed because of what you have done within our lives. So we just give you permission, Holy Spirit, move within our lives. All the areas where we've gone too fast and we're trying to do it in our strength, forgive us, Father. We receive your mercy. We receive your order. Oh, hallelujah. In the mighty name of Yeshua, we worship you. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, we just got through a few verses there. Um, you know, look, more than anything, all I'm trying to do is impart to you the importance of meditating in his presence. I, I just want you to get that more than anything, because what is discipleship? It's not training people to know the doctrine of your faith. It's training them to know the voice of the Spirit, because the Holy Spirit will convict them, will align them, will speak through them. He'll bring all these things into line. Yeah? Thank you, Father.